Sarah's done all the research for this episode. I've been a bit of a lazy slob. I haven't really found many articles for you guys. I do apologize in advance, but I will speak fast to make up for my lack of effort prior. <laughs> you've just been busy doing other things. You've been busy hustling on your own stuff this week, which is fine. I'm allowed to, you know, have some good articles here and there and, you well, know, come through with the goods. I'm going to take the judgment off the plate today. I'm not going to be my typical judgy self. I'll let the viewers decide if what you're bringing to the table is worthy of their time or not. I'm just going to sit back and just be an observer. Yeah, and see see if it's uh, worthwhile or not. But it's the whole thing. Like, it's all about finding stuff that we're interested in talking about or that's like the way I sort of find I'm like, oh, that's kind of cool. That would be interesting kind of start as like a like a diving point or Basically point. Basically learn about because you haven't done that much research. We're kind no. of headline readers in reality. Let's yeah. just put it out there. Yeah, but it's like, it's like a starting point and I kind of like to see where the conversation sort of flows. Sometimes we stay on the article and sometimes we like segue into something completely different. So where are we starting? Um, I wanted to do this one Let's last. Pick one. pick one and move. Let's go like Stanley Cups because Stanley I wanted to do Cup. not the hockey Stanley Cup, but this is like the um, it's like almost now like a viral sensation. Because I was going to talk about it last week, but another article popped up this week about it. So for those that might have found out, so a lot of people use drink bottles. I know we have our own drink bottles and stuff that we not. Do. We don't have look um, branded drink bottles. No, no, no. no if, but- we could probably make that. It's not going to sell, but. I've been one of those people that's always had a bottle of water on me. I remember when we first started dating, you were kind of like, I'm really thirsty. And all the time I'll just whip out a water bottle that was like hanging out in my bag. And you're like, oh, you've always got water on you. I'm like, I know. Um, But it's kind of- conversation we had, was it? Yeah, it was like ages and ages ago because I always had water on me. Always had like water and like tissues or something, being a classic girl that I am. Um, But there's a- like a thing like, you know, girls like to stay hydrated or they always carry their water bottle around and stuff. And then Stanley companies, so the ones that make like Stanley knives and stuff, have like made this cup. And now it's like all the like teen girls love it. They have a whole bunch of different like collectible colors and like exclusive colors. Why are they getting into into the cup? game um so they've these used to be like tradie cups so see how it's like uh, narrow gotcha. at the bottom it so go into stanley a cup holder a brand like a home depot type of brand 100 yeah they make stanley knives and stuff so but i just didn't know that i thought they just made knives and like rulers and things yeah but I, I guess it's kind of the the yeti tumbler is what i'm thinking exactly of, that's yeah. more so, of a hiking brand i think yeah yeti's more hiking but yeah so stanley so these were just like tradie ones so people would have them but they started to kind of go viral because like uni not uni girls but like college girls started to use them and they started to have this whole indestructible thing as well so i think one part went viral because a girl was like in a car crash or like the car like caught on fire or something mm-hmm. and the stanley cup was like one of the few things that survived right, that's what i'm trying to think because there's these products that go, I guess you would call them viral every now and then. Mm-hmm. It's interesting to trace it back to the origin point because these things probably existed for plenty of years beforehand. Mm-hmm. But it's interesting to trace it back to that one jumping off point, whether it is a really clever marketing campaign by the brand itself mm-hmm. or it's uh, like the thing I'm thinking of is like the cranberry juice, the ocean spray juice with a guy on the skateboard, yeah. which was not really the influencer guy doing it. It was the actual brand mm-hmm. trying to think of ways to, to, use, to that. use it. Mm-hmm. Whereas what's more interesting to me is just a random occurrence or, or an event that's triggered this global uh, sensation, which yeah. if that was the case and it was indestructible mm-hmm. from a car crash, that's kind of interesting. Yeah, I think it was always sort of on the rise because you'd see like college girls, like TikToks and stuff, they would be going to class in like their pajamas or track pants and stuff and they'll be carrying like their big cup with them. So the, co- the color, I guess the yeah, having the variation of colors is what 
Well, that was like because it started to become super popular and the, all these girls were starting to buy it. They're like, all right, how can we like capitalize on this kind of exclusivity type thing? Because one thing, so like for those that are watching, like we've got our drink bottles, but see how it's like super big at the bottom? And just the ugly green color. Ugly green color, but it's not going to fit in a cup holder. Oh, uh, I see. Yep. Yep. So yep. that's like another thing. So it's like it fits Standardized in a cup holder. Standardized cup holder for cars and things. Yeah. Um, or even uh, do they have cup holders in like desks? So that I know when I went to uni, they didn't have cup no. holders. Or even like a camping chair. Yeah. That's where you, you want to have something that's mm-hmm. that same dimensions. Although saying that, I know in America they have gigantic versions of all the drinks they have. Yes. So how could it be like th- this coffee cup is kind of a, I guess the width of a normal 375 mil Coke can mm-hmm. or like a, a slushy or a Gatorade or something like that. Yeah. Whereas in America, everything's plus sized. Plus sized. So it was, I guess is Or super sized. Is yeah. it? It'd have to be taller, but it'd have to be wider at the base as well. Yeah. So I'm confused about how that would work. Um, in terms of, you know, you go get a, a big gulp or something, it's not going to fit in your standard cup holder in your car. No, no, it's not going to fit. This Stanley one looks like a wood. Yeah, so people just like tip their drinks and stuff into it. Oh, uh, like, that makes sense. Yeah, or they have, because it's got like the straw and stuff in it as well. Like a lot of people oh. like it, but you got the handle so girls can like hold on to it and take it places. So I'm curious to see the Google trend of this because they're not in Australia. I've never seen them. Of the, I think, well, they're like I said, they're becoming like, you see like reels and like TikToks and stuff of just like people getting them gifted for Christmas and going absolutely bonkers because they, you really? know, got this. the trend is, I mean, oh, that's past day. Let's have a look. Let's see. Last five years, Google Trends, one of our favorite <laughs> Nostalgia tools, yeah, it's on a bit of it's on a rise. Mm-hmm. Looks like it's had a bit of every a- June it peaks. I wonder why that is. Summer? Uh, that, uh, that would be the NFL. Ah, oh, that would be the um, st- I don't know how I'd refine that search. Stanley Cup drink, okay, yeah. maybe that's on a steady rise. Maybe mm-hmm. they sell more during the Stanley Cup, maybe, or just like the word gets searched a lot more. Utah, drinking <laughs> glass, Stanley Cup 40 ounce. If my rap terminology is correct, 40 ounce is like what we would consider, you know, how we have long necks. Yeah. It's like kind of the same amount, but it's a way thicker, fatter bottle. Gotcha. Anyway, um, so we're getting way off track. I know. You know Let's get Stanley back to the article. Cup, uh, Stanley Tumblr craze. Mm-hmm. Yep. So now it's becoming super resell because it's gone viral, obviously. And because they've realized, okay, our market is like young kids or like young college age people. What's something that they're going to like? And it's kind of, I guess, playing off like that sneakerhead sort of type. So exclusive colors, limited editions. And now they're becoming like more of a resell value. Because you can't get these colors anywhere else. Uh, so they're on StockX here yeah. in different. So it's, it is tapping into that sneaker culture of different colorways of shoes. Yes. And collectability. Mm-hmm. That's kind of interesting. Yeah. Like it's just, it's just like one of those unlikely products. And I think because, you know, the whole, I guess, health culture or like health movement of what it is that you're like consuming and stuff. Um, this is just like another way to be like, well, stay hydrated, stay healthy, drink lots of water, get your Stanley Cup kind of thing. Um, but now you can get like exclusive colors and everything as well. So they're stainless steel. Oh, yeah, they're yeah. stainless steel. Yeah, so it'd be like, you know, it keeps your drinks probably like normal stainless steel ones, probably keeps them cola for ages. I wonder if this is just like a quick crash and burn type of craze. Yeah, you just, it's, it's hard to tell. So this article's from uh, Vice from mm-hmm. yesterday. Wow, you really... Um, well, because like the original article I had for last week, that was from last week, which I've also, that's just kind of like how Stanley Cup became still popular. More coming out. Yeah. So the Stanley Tumblr TikTok hashtag has been viewed more than 900, as a, basically a billion times, with viral videos showing people queuing for hours in the rain, mm-hmm. ransacking supermarket shelves, and displaying collections in their homes like works of fun art. Okay, that's a bit ridiculous. The, the brand's pretty loving this. Yeah. 
Um, the Stanley Cup hashtag, formerly a National Hockey League trophy page, has been overrun by the product. Um, yeah, so it's, it's like, so people thought, you know, when you think of the Stanley Cup, obviously you think of like the hockey one, but now this cup holder or this cup drink, whatever you want to call it, is just gone, taken over. Yep, so it's former marketing CMO, Chief Marketing Officer for Crocs, is mm-hmm. now at Stanley and I basically took the learnings from there in regards to tapping into the influencer marketing. Yeah, because you think about Crocs, right? You've Again, you've got color, exclusive colorways and things like that. So this second article you have is actually pretty interesting because it shows that for the first couple of years, there was basically like a dud product for the brand and then it sort of took off right. once they had a bit of uh, interest. It looks like it got featured in like one of those sort of buy now guides or like a Christmas guide or something like that. Mm-hmm. And then from there, it's continued to, continued to grow. Mm-hmm. And uh, I guess- but I don't understand the concept of like collecting all the colors. Like I get their nice colors for Instagram. They might people might want to color coordinate their outfits based on their bottle, which is yeah. kind of insane to think about. It's consumerism mm-hmm. at its finest. It's like having a different colored handbag or something like yeah. that. Um, but you don't see many with straws in them, which is is kind of cool, I guess. Mm-hmm. Depending on what's in there, like water makes makes sense. I know um, from a nutrition standpoint, if you have like a, a, a sweet beverage, if you're mm-hmm. drinking it through a straw, it's kind of bypassing your teeth. So you don't get as much yes. sugar building up on your teeth. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, that's kind of an interesting concept. I wouldn't be in any rush to buy one. But it's good to see that hydration is becoming popular and also, I guess, the sustainability aspect of it being stainless steel and people aren't. Getting rid of the whole plastic bottle thing. Yeah. yeah. So... Uh, with every new color Stanley rolled out, this is from uh, CNBC. Mm-hmm. Sales continued to rise. Stanley's revenue jumped from seventy-three million in twenty nineteen to ninety-four, mm. and now one ninety-four in twenty twenty-one. So they've more than doubled their revenue. Um, big thanks to to this, and uh, that's what's it's interesting from a business standpoint. Mm-hmm. If you can sell a replenishable product and people love it and keep coming back, and they need to uh, buy a new version or uh, just basically get. Uh, an upgrade or something every mm-hmm. so often. Yeah, that would be a great way to run a business. But for Stanley knives, they last such a long time. It's not like you're going back and putting money into Stanley every X amount of months. No, you just need the- to buy the replacement blades. That's it. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, I suppose. Um, but with these, mm-hmm. technically, you only ever need one. But they've built such a hype around the color schemes yes. that now it's becoming a collectible thing. Hundred percent, which yeah. is is kind of wild to think about. I understand sneakers because they're on display all the time. Mm-hmm. I guess drink bottles can be on display all the time. Well, yeah, it's like if you're whether you're like walking around with it or whatever, like because it's got the handle, you can walk around, hold on to it. So like it's always going to be with you. I know for me, like I've always got a water bottle on me. It could be maybe more of a girl thing than a guy thing, but. You know, always having that water bottle on you. Um, there was a joke going around at work for ages calling it your support water bottle, like your support companion or something like that. Like, so you've always got it with you because, you know, whether it's like a Frank Green one, because they make massive water bottles and stuff now. Like, I have a girl who's like, oh, yeah, I've got my, you know, where's Frank? You know, they call it like a thing. Like, where's Stanley? You know, it's kind of like a, like a, an accessory, but because it's something that, you know, you stay hydrated with, it becomes more of an attachment than anything else. Yeah, it's, just an interesting business yeah. and marketing move. And obviously, you know, you get any sort of influencer with some notoriety. I'm, mean, You know, if a Kardashian wears some pink outfit when they go on shopping or something and they mm-hmm. have a pink thing, like sales can just go ridiculous if you have the right influencer behind it. 100%. And like, I guess it's not really promoting anything bad because it's like, it's just promoting like making sure you drink lots of water. But I've seen people, they'll put like soft drink into it. Well, or- are they, pro- they're not really promoting water though. They're just promoting their product. If yeah. they had a whole marketing campaign about, 
thirst quenching. Thirst or, and yeah. the science behind staying hydrated and the things like that. Mm-hmm. Different story. Yeah. It's just a really interesting product because it started off as like, I don't know, just a, your takeaway cup for like your ute or whatever it is. It really just goes to show how the concept of limited edition and mm-hmm. colours can really capture audiences that was never intended for that brand. Yeah, and then you have the right influences, either like just like it's just there while they're drinking it in a video or things like that. People are like, I want that. I want that color. Stanley has now sold more than 10 million quenches and demand for the cup doesn't look to be waning anytime soon. So they've got a gigantic range. I'd say too many offerings there. Yeah, but I think it's just that one particular size, that standard size seems to be. But who am I to talk yeah, about? Yeah, and while the success quench was fueled by a large part of an embrace of colours favoured by its new female audiences, Stanley is clearly into something in its first... Onto something in its first... So that's what's... ten years. Their entire demographic for the business... Was probably like tradie dudes yeah, or like now workman dudes. Imagine you've got all these different um, components of your business, you know, marketing, finance, public mm-hmm. relations, all that sort of stuff. And now they have to rewrite the entire handbook basically yeah. to make sure new demographics are included as opposed to let's just sell this at Walmart or Home Depot or whatever. We have to now think how do we get this into, um, I don't know, like what's a like Whole Foods or Trader like Joe's or, or whatever, yeah, yeah. like places that the women are going shopping. Yeah. But it's like a, it's an interesting thing, right? Because they got in the marketing director from Crocs and like Crocs was viral for so long. It probably is still viral. Yeah. Like it's a, so they're probably, like, that's a smart play on their part to get someone who kind of understands that demographic, understands, you know, like color and fashion and being like a viral sensation or having those viral moments, that's smart for them to get someone like that on board as well. But how much creativity can be added in now? Like once they've got the colors and stuff, there's not a lot of extra creativity you can put in because you want to make sure the brand logo is -hmm. prominent, which it always is towards the top of the cup. So if someone's holding it, the logo's never... um, Covered up with someone's hand or anything yeah. like that. Well, it's like so, so you can't um, really add anything in there other than maybe like Bluetooth or something. <laughs> Bluetooth. I mean, you can get Bluetooth drink bottles. I know, but think about um, Air Force Ones or think about just Nikes in general. Nike. Um, you know, they have those limited edition, like the sneaker, the whole sneaker game, like Converse, right? You got the classic cut, like you've got the one cut, but it's all about the limited editions. It's all about the collabs. It's all about, you know, having that exclusivity that I think would probably be the one thing that would carry them on for a little bit longer. I'm not sure how long it will last for, but because they've only got, you know, the one size fits all, it's the only, the color change is pretty much the only thing they can do. I guarantee these aren't in Australia yet. Stanley, like Stanley is, nothing's coming up Stanley in Australia. Stanley Cup. Stanley Cup, 40 ounce, Australia. Australia only? Some. But they're not Stanley. They're not branded by Stanley. It's just someone uh, pretending. They've just put because Stanley in the title. You can imagine, like, this is just a an, an Alibaba product. You can yeah. just chuck a, a brand on straight yeah. away if you Fair wanted enough. to. Some. Like, does someone wear, like, Bunnings for those, I guess, in America listening right now? I think Bunnings is UK and Australia. Bunnings is like, ah. So this person's selling them. They've got zero feedback. So it's just someone that's probably just uh, some sort of... Mm-hmm. Scam account. Might not be a scam account. They've got zero. They're trying to sell four of these and they have zero feedback. They haven't sold anything before. They they probably imported it from them. These people probably. They've just jumped on the trend. Yeah. So they've imported themselves from overseas or whatever it is. And then now they can sell it. I mean, could work. Mm -hmm. I mean, let's look at the sales though. Stanley. I'm just curious if it's even. Are we early on the trend? Are you early? I don't think you are, but. (laughs) Maybe early within Australia. It's massive in, in America. Winter Stanley Quencher. $47 sold today. 
Mm-hmm. This person has 36 feedback. Looks like there's just a bunch of stores that are just are capitalizing on this. 100% because it's viral. Like it's. Maybe not. It's probably like whether it's going to hit here in Australia, which I think it will. Like it, this is like it's. Is it the colors of the brand? Teams. Like what, what, is, what is the selling point? The colors, the, the actual brand or the features? Features and benefits, right? Mm-hmm. What's more important? I think the colors is probably what's going to sell it from like an older person that drives. Uh, it's actually a really good idea. I saw this once. Um, I saw this video of this person. You can get um, like plumbing supplies and stuff, but you can get like from Bunnings or whatever, just like a part of a pipe that's like a similar thing. So like it's like a, got a wide hole at the top and it narrows down at the bottom and people have their big drink bottles. They're grabbing that attachment from like Bunnings and then you can put it in your car and then put your big drink bottle in there. Yeah. Some <laughs> DIY shit right there. Yeah. <laughs> have a look if. What will come up for Stanley? You got your tape measures. Yeah, your toolkit. I've mm-hmm. got 300 products. And they're just all tools and, mm-hmm. and blades and organization. It's, it is. It has to. Yeah, it is the same brand. It is the same brand. Yeah. Yeah. It's just interesting how it's gone from like tradey, um, like worksman, workman type mm-hmm. of a demographic. Like into- high masculine. And now it's like very like feminine, women, shopping, fashion. Stanley. Um, what would it be under drinkware? They got one. One drinkware. I bet it's just like a flask. Stanley Rogers cocktail set. <laughs> so random. Interesting. What else do we have this week? Stanley Cup. Will you buy one? Yes or no? Let us know in the comments. Yeah. Or if you already have one and how do you how do you rate it? I kind of like my uh, $50 Celsius uh, drink bottle because it keeps my water cold for oh, a very long time. Promoting Celsius, are we? Sure. Why not? It's, it's, what, it's the drink bottles that we drink. I don't think it's even a good brand. It's just a cheap Rebel brand. Yeah, but it's it's not cheap. It's $50 for a water no, bottle. No, but like they don't have, they're not like a global multi million. It's not like brand. a Frank Ring or anything like that. Uh, Fair or just promoting. Th- you're going to say a brand name, you get paid for it. You've said Frank Green, <laughs> and now I've said it twice. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It's fine. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, the other thing that's going like huge at the moment is like the Mickey Mouse thing. But like, so Mickey Mouse is now public domain because it's just. So old. Yeah, um, 90, 95 years, public domain. Um, well, after something intellectual property-wise has been around for 95 years in the US, I'm not sure Australia's probably the same sort of deal, mm-hmm. roughly. Uh, it's now you're able to use it without any copyright infringements or anything like yeah. that. Because that happened to Winnie Pooh, Winnie Pooh, Winnie the Pooh a couple of years ago, right? Yeah, we talked about it. They did a, a horror movie on it. Yeah. And usually the people people know that the, the copyright or the public domain is going to come up soon, so mm-hmm. they essentially work on things behind the scenes and then launch it and as then soon launch as it, yeah. yeah yeah fair enough so uh, there is a mickey mouse version of um or the horror movie coming out is that what you have here oh you do have it here yes yeah, so that's oh that's just in the article i think it's in the next one as well but it looks horrifying yeah so we should obviously give a bit more info mickey mouse 95 years it can mm-hmm. now be used it's the original steamboat willy version i don't know if the new if there's like new public new copyright ah uh, um, yes i guess uh legalities Design, around yeah. the design and, and colours and the way it's portrayed and things like that. No, it would have to be because, yeah, the old school like, Mickey Mouse the, looks heaps different Is it just the character or is it the version of the character? That makes sense. I would say one would probably do our be the, Obviously, yeah, it's clear we don't do our research. We're just like, hypothesizing. One would probably be one, the name, but then two, probably the um the, maybe Likeness. the original look. Yeah. Uh, so in January 4, in a, oh, this is uh, you're living in the past here. On January 4, 2024, Mickey Mouse uh, is now up for public domain. Be aware of this fact. He's been portrayed in. Sorry, I'm trying to paraphrase and read the actual words <laughs> at the same time, and I butchered it. This is why. This is why I should just let you do your episode. Yeah, should I just okay. So <laughs> earlier this month, because we're not that far into the month so far, because today's only like the sixth coming. Like anyway, it's it's been a few days the into the coming, month. Yeah. Yes. Um. So 
with the whole idea of like Mickey Mouse, um, originally was portrayed in what happened? Um, so it was really portrayed in 1928 in Steamboat Willie, which we're all familiar with. I remember there's like, you know, Simpsons did like a parody with Itchy and Scratchy and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so the whole spectrum of Mickey-related posts and memes have been posted online, mostly ranging from ir- irrelevant to revolting. And I think if anything goes online or becomes public domain, people are going to, like, abuse the shit out of it. Oh, there's definitely Mickey yeah. porn out there right oh, now. Oh, 100%. Um, so even wilder than the hype around gore and boobs fest and last year's Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey, which was the horror movie, everyone seems to have a joke. The so Steamboat Willie remix is a hot take. Um, so does my Mickey Mouse content need to be transformative or fair use? And that's where it comes into the whole, like, copyright thing. So is it transformative? Do you have free reign? Yeah. Um, so, long story short, no. So, you don't need to have a fair use rationale to use Mickey in your own work. Um, he belongs to you now so because it's, it's public domain. So, literally the public owns Mickey Mouse now. Yes, To yeah. do with what they will. 100%, yeah. And that this happens not only to, like, art and stuff. This happens to music as well. Music becomes public domain too after a certain amount of time. Mm-hmm. Um. So to illustrate this, let's look at the most notorious example from recent days. Upcoming video game formerly known as Infestation 88 announced that just after the new year by a company called Nightmare Forge Games. Um, so there's a video game coming out. There's a movie coming out. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't. It's interesting what Disney will do with it. Yes, because Disney are very not controlling, but they're very protective of their characters. And like Mickey Mouse is the logo of Disney. That's true. Like it yeah. is, is like think about that. Yeah, because you got the magic Mickey, you got the hidden exactly Disneyland. Like sort of the main, like yeah, a lot of the the main artwork and imagery associated with that is Mickey Mouse. Yeah, so just the, the head and the ears, and they have like you know in all the Disney movies and stuff, you have that hidden Mickey outline everywhere, yeah. like the hidden cookies and stuff. Hmm. So it'll be interesting if they can. I think I remember reading ages ago, and again, this is like a headline read that they're trying to stop it from becoming public domain, but I don't think they were successful. I'm just going to type in future of Mickey Mouse. See what pops up. Disneyland. Yeah. <clears throat> so could soon lose. They're just saying, oh, it's expiring soon. So everybody knew it was. We're trying to find a, a reason. One week. Yeah. So do they even have the power to do anything? Well, like they it's-, did, it's public domain. It's, their, it's still their domain. Yeah. They can do what they want. But mm-hmm. it's not like in 50 years, people are going to forget where it originated from. And there's going to be some new creator that does their own version of Mickey Mouse in some new format. And everyone's... Thinks that's the originator. Obviously, Wikipedia is going to exist mm-hmm. for some time. People are going to know where it started. Yeah. But it's like how long will they hold on to it as the predominant logo and image for the brand? Right. Because if this happens now, then you know, we had mm-hmm. cartoons starting whatever around this time, 100 years ago, 90 years ago. Mm-hmm. Every year that goes on, we're getting closer to another thing in public domain, another thing, yes. another thing. Yes. But there's not really any other brands that I can think of that have – a character that globally known as the mm-hmm. logo most other brands have like a logo but not a character as a logo mm-hmm. you know you have swoosh you have paramount pictures all those sort of things but there's no character that's it. it's like yeah. that's what they're known for kind of thing the only thing other that disney sort of have is i guess is their castle logo which is i think from cinderella um Mm-hmm. But you can't, um, you're not, it's a you're castle. not making a movie no. about a castle. This is not as talking, speaking, kind of talking, speaking. This is not like a moving thing that people can use in other stuff. Um, this is one of those articles that has an image every third line. <laughs> image in an ad every third time. Um, it'll be interesting because that means like stuff like Fantasia will be coming up soon because that's really old. Well, 
that's not a, you're talking about the actual like, artwork. You know, like yes. it's the character is like more the issue. Mm-hmm. Like Wizard Mickey and stuff. Like it's just interesting. When's the last time you even watched anything by Disney? Yeah. Um, like Mickey Mouse related, anyway. No, it's been a very, very long time. I was like, does Marvel count? <laughs> Not really. Like, what is Mickey in anyway? There's probably a bunch of cartoons on Disney. I remember though they had um, obviously the Disney Babies was one. You know they when like it was like Mickey Mouse was like a Muppet, baby Muppet Babies. No, not Muppet Babies, but there was like a there was a TV series and it had like Mickey and Minnie Mouse. Like they've right. had all these other little like solo shows. And before we go any further, I think we should definitely say that we're not uh, public domain or copyright lawyers or have any knowledge <laughs> at all. So don't take our word as gospel in terms of what you can and can't do yeah. with Mickey Mouse. Yeah, uh, uh, Drew and Sarah said I could use this for. Uh, no, <laughs> refer to this podcast. Um, I want you could probably play. We could probably play Mickey Steamboat Willie here and and um, not get demonized. I mean, there's one thing here that says YouTube demonizes public domain Steamboat Willie video after copyright claim. Ah, so I'm not gonna. Um, take that chance that might be a bit so stressful so maybe you can use the character but you still can't like use like you can't i guess post a video of someone else's like work and like mark it off as your own so you can use the character and you can use the likeness and you can use the name but you can't just like repost steamboat willy yeah so i just found this real quick technically later versions of mickey are still under copyright so you can only use the steamboat willy one it doesn't have to be black and white you can use different colors mm-hmm. and it doesn't it's not the voice Either you can basically, according to this disclaimer, <laughs> um, not every feature of Mickey's later I- iterations is individually copyrightable. Giving your mouse a squeaky voice is not copyrightable, she says. So your version of the mouse can speak however you like. Giving your mouse a certain kind of personality is also not copyrightable. Mm-hmm. Hence, horror Mickey. So it's really just the actual drawing, the illustration itself. Gotcha. Um, so that's kind of. I mean, not. I don't know. I don't know how that works. That's kind of a, a gray area, unless you're some sort of expert. Yeah. So um, I guess it'd be up to Disney at the end of the day whether they take someone to court or not and be like, well, this is- yeah, think about the amount of, they might have to deploy a whole team to like hunt- Mouse lawyers. Yeah, more or less, like mm. to hunt down unfair usage. Mouse hunt. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Operation team mouse hunt. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I just... funny. It yeah. just threw me off. Um, but there's this article here from Fast Company, which came out yesterday, that breaks down the implications and mm-hmm. like what you can and potentially can't get away with. Yeah. For example, the same thinking applies to Mickey Mouse's gloves. Right, because his uh, gloves are so unique as Yeah, but well. uh, he didn't have the gloves until 1929. So in 2025, you'll be able to put gloves on. Gotcha. So as time goes on, mm-hmm. there's new iterations that will be available. You know, like for The Simpsons, we're all aware like the first version of Simpsons was crusty as all hell. Yes. And now it's a lot better. Mm-hmm. So like as the years go by, there's things that get added and added. So in 50 years time, there might be a lot of stuff. Or there will be a lot of stuff mm-hmm. um, available for public domain because it's not like they're going to change this. Um, like what is it? Just It's just a law, I guess. Like what it would is, you call it? Yeah. It's not like a part of the, what do Americans call There's I was going to say constitution. Yeah, it's not like part of that. No. I think. So it's like. We obviously have no idea how the US. Does their stuff, yeah. We barely know how Australia does their stuff. (laughs) We barely know how to turn the lights on, to be quite frank. Um, What we do know is how to stay focused. (laughs) We do. That was a good one. (laughs) Staying focused becomes a lot easier when you're drinking your magic mind. So it's actually Saturday. 9.30, 9.30, and I've kind of had my limit of coffee already. I got, I had one little black one. I woke up, woke up at 4 o'clock. I waited my hour. Yeah. Did the human method, waited a whole hour before I had my first coffee. Mm-hmm. 
now I have my second one at 9.30. Thank yep. you for going to get in that, by the way. You're welcome. Um, always just like a little bit of like a coffee before the actual pod, but I remember you saying that these actually work well with coffee as well. Mm. So I know we've talked about um, wanting to limit our coffee caffeine, but, you know, if we've only had our one coffee, when you have the magic mind, they kind of, kind of work, kind of, kind of, but they kind of work together. It kind of hasn't worked in you yet because you haven't drank no, it. That's why that's your words true. aren't working very well. <laughs> Let me drink it up. Yeah, they're very tasty, which is what I like. But they're little uh, juice shots full of all kinds of good things. Um, Nootropics has some matcha green tea in there, has mm. some lion's mane. Um, some adaptogens. So like a, a little juice shot that kind of just gives you a little pep in your step. The coffee, as we've said before, can give you that crash and burn effect. Mm-hmm. Whereas things like ingredients like matcha can kind of have more. Uh, it still has a little bit of caffeine, but it's more a delayed kind of release throughout the system as opposed to like a big spike. Yeah. Well, I get that 2 p.m., 3 p.m. hit against the wall so easily and I'm at work and I'm yawning yep. and I'm just like super tired. You know because- what? I should have had one yesterday because I did that live stream on my YouTube channel. Yeah, and you're and getting burnt out. Well, I went and got a double shot coffee yesterday before I did one mm-hmm. and bought you a small coffee because usually you have a small one mm-hmm. and I had already paid for it and you're like, I didn't want one. <laughs> no. So right before I did my live stream, I was kind of stressed out. I was making a bunch of dot points in a document that I was going to talk about in my live stream, mm-hmm. smash my double shot coffee, and then I had your one there. And because mm-hmm. it was like the anxiety of getting the document ready, I had like 15 minutes to fin- finish it. And I was mm-hmm. like getting that thing where you're like, you kind of, yeah, it feels like your temperature's rising a little bit because you're yeah. getting a little bit anxious, a little bit stressed. And then the coffee's like making it come on doubly fast. Mm-hmm. I had to go and have a shower to try and like, <laughs> literally down. like two minutes before I went live, I'm like getting out of the shower. Yeah. And what did I do? I still grabbed your small coffee to take in with Rather me. than the magic So mind. if I had, had one of these, potentially mm-hmm. could have saved some water and wouldn't have needed that shower. Yeah. And that's what I like about these because like you said, like with the coffee, you get that anxiety kind of and actually that's it's kind of proven that coffee actually enhances anxiety right so if you have too much yes yeah so if that's something that you're i guess sensitive to or something like Mm. that then shots like magic mind is probably a little bit better because one you get that caffeine boost like through matcha but it's more of like a steady release you don't have to worry about having that crash um and like you said it's like it's actually got some pretty decent ingredients in it. it's not just like bean juice water and sugar it's actually yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's not grainy sometimes you have the little juice shots and it can be grainy or have the pulp in it it's super smooth mm-hmm. even like taste like lick like using my tongue to coat the back of my mouth now there's no like grain or like i guess sediment or anything mm-hmm. from the actual ingredients um and it's just kind of nice and sweet you can kind of feel the match there you can kind of taste it but the passion fruit it's just like, I'm going to make this pleasant for you. Yeah. You so, don't have a weird aftertaste or anything. It just makes it a bit nicer. If you're after something to, you know, get a bit more focus and productivity and have something in addition or an alternative to your coffee, mm-hmm. um, give Magic Mind a try. You can visit magicmind.com and use our coupon code LMIH20 to get 20% off your order. Mm-hmm. Um, give it a try. They come in like little packs of 15, so you mm-hmm. can use it over the course of a month or something. Um, but yeah, definitely recommend. And um, I want another one immediately because yeah. I just, I need the sweetness. I know. You love the sweetness. <laughs> uh, so what else do we have other than Mickey Mouse? So, Any, anything interesting? Um, oh, that was just kind of creepy. The chat GPT face, so like a new device. So you know how chat, it's just all text-based, right? So 
that one there is kind of like obviously they just put like a makeshift like digital face. So on ch- there. you're saying ChatGPT is all text, yep. So what's yeah. what's going on? So someone's made a device that gives it a face, so you Ooh, can that's talk cool. to it. Yeah. Is it animated? Does it move? It does, yeah. Like so its, it's all... lips move in correlation with the words. Yes. Oh, that's creepy. Super, super creepy. So it's like giving them an actual face. So, I so think can it's... you choose the face? I'm assuming... Can you use Mickey Mouse? You probably could. Could you imagine like just Mickey Mouse is now the face of ChatGTP? And it's, you like, choose the voice. You choose like a, a Morgan Freeman voice on mm-hmm. Mickey Mouse. Yeah. So I think sort of at this stage... Oh, that's of... good. I get... Oh, sorry. <laughs> oh, no, I've just got like goosebumps from that face. It looks weird. Um, So it's a bit like, you know, whether it's Amazon Alexa or it's like Apple... Siri or, you know. I'm literally getting, that's like, I know it's just a face projected on a little device, but it's kind of. Or, you know, Microsoft Cortina, like whatever it is. Cortana. Cortana. Um, Yeah, you've just got like a face that's kind of like talking back at you from, I guess, what you're asking. You ask it a question. not with you. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. Awesome. Just we want more of that. (laughs) No, because you say if like, you know, you know, you ask like something for Siri on your phone. It's like, oh, Siri, what's the weather like? So, but instead of like coming it up with a little like talking symbol, a face pops up on your phone, like FaceTime and tells you uh, so what the weather's going to be like. It's kind of like, like a, a Google Nest Hub with a face. Yes. Yes. I kind of like it now. I want yeah. one. Uh, the design could be better. Mm-hmm. It, look, it looks like very much like a mag- Magneto mask. Well, think about like Cameo, right? You mm-hmm. pay a C-grade celebrity a lot of the time, mm-hmm. 50 bucks to give you a, your partner a birthday shout out. Yeah. Once we start getting into the realm of, you know, washed up celebrities needing money to survive and they're mm-hmm. going to basically rent their face out, prostitute their face out to a mm-hmm. device like this so you can have your version of them responding to you, that's for, that's for sure going to happen. You've already got voices on like your navmans and your, and your GPS devices and things like that. Voice assistants on now, so many things. But, you know, with a prominent or a noticeable voice that you're aware of. Mm-hmm. Once people start doing it as faces, mm-hmm. that's a different game. Yeah. Like, well, there's um, I think it's Back to the Future number two, where he goes into like that futuristic cafe, and you've got like celebrities on the TV, like little TV portable TV screens, and they're like, "Oh, what would you like to have a drink for today?" And you know, it's just their likeness, like serving you or giving you stuff. That's like essentially what this premise is, which is. But very, this could very also bizarre. be built into like your FaceTime as well, mm-hmm. so you could swap it out. Yeah. So, yeah, there'd have to be a, de- a device mm-hmm. that links to your phone or your computer or something that is multifaceted. I guess, like, yeah, like I'm looking at this, I'm trying to think if Apple or Google made that version mm-hmm. and you could link it to your phone, then it's it's not necessarily a chat GPT device. There's just an app that has the face on there and then the device can still do many other things. Exactly, yeah. It's just like a face to a voice assist in a way. Um but yeah, like I'm kind of surprised. Like you, the tech's already out there, right? So you already have people that put like animated faces to you know people talking and stuff like that already. Like that's you know you've got the deep fakes. Like this is just a version of a deep fake. Interesting. Is this like a real thing, or is just someone, just some nerds, has made one version of it? Oh, it's a five thousand dollar device, so it's probably a handful of them out there. So it, AI, where is it saying? Um, even good. though it's technically impressive on paper, it almost costs a whopping five thousand of your American dollars. Yeah, it's not cheap. No. But I can see it getting down to $500 at one point. Mm-hmm. We had. That's the worst <laughs> theme I've heard in some time. And we, we do head. head, though. Yeah, we do head. Let's see. Something about the rainbow is just making me feel icky. Yeah. Is there an actual video? No. It's a weird design, though. It is. It's a very, very... There has to be some sort of, like, reason there's, there's why a reason it's designed. There's reason why the, that, eyes, the, yeah. uh, the eyes are separated. Yeah. We head. Obviously, somewhere has to have it on there. Yeah, this guy. I've been out for a few months. Oh, Linus Tech Dude. 
Mm-hmm. Oh, it's been out for quite some time. So oh. this is old. Yeah, hey, hey, you did well with the Mickey stuff. This is old news. My so. bad. It's a new article. We had Avatar at CES. Oh, that's really scary. Also, someone else's face can go on it as well. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, ten years when it's got arms and legs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're getting there, guys. Guys, we're getting there. Right. CES in Las Vegas aspect. in January, and there are tons of awesome. Okay, so I think it was out a year ago, now, but now you can buy it commercially. Up in hotels, I'm going to be filming a lot. So- See, oh. Hey, oh, well, we know what next week's episode is going to oh, be. Oh, beautiful. So, yes. So, there you go, guys. We'll wrap it up there for this mm-hmm. week. If you're interested in the new stuff coming out, so Sarah's not bringing up 12-month-old technology. Hey, hey, it was a new Next article. episode, we'll talk about all the new CES stuff. We like like gadgets and trends and technology, and mm-hmm. we'll see what's coming around the corner. I'm, pl- I'm sure there's going to be plenty of AI-centric type of things. Has to be. Yeah, so I think... I think from last year, there's a lot of stuff on health tech. Yep. Um, there was a lot of stuff on like robotics, um, just making it easier, like around food delivery and stuff like that, parcel delivery, like just drone tech in general as well. So it'd be interesting kind of, it would have to 100% be so very if like AI focused. Yeah. We're getting closer and closer to being more and more lazy. Because mm-hmm. I, I know one of the big things we talked about was uh, last year was um, – Bed rotting and mm-hmm. the Apple uh, Vision yeah. Pro. Mm-hmm. So I think we're going to go into that trend, guys, of like how we can stay in bed longer and have <laughs> yeah. more technology do more of our stuff. So mm-hmm. we'll we'll touch base next week. Thank you all for listening. Mm-hmm. Next week's episode 99. Oof. And then we might just give up the show and, and just never reach that milestone. <laughs> Could you imagine? Be like, you know what? 99's enough. Don't need to hit that big 100. Um, but no, we'll be here back again. Um, thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to leave a review, like and subscribe, give us your feedback. Um, that always helps us improve and everything as well. So thank you so much. And we'll see you next time. All right, love you. Bye.